Hello, my gorgeous souls, and welcome back to another episode of the Be Radically Authentic podcast. I'm doing something a little bit different today. It's something that I'm really excited about. It's an idea that came to me, so we're going to see how it goes. I'm going to do an oracle card reading for you in this episode regarding the full moon in Virgo. I'm really excited to do this for you. It's something that I do for myself every full moon. It's uh, also something I do for myself every new moon, and if you are a private client of mine, you also get something called a new moon forecast every month where I do a new moon reading for various areas in life so that you have something you can ground yourself within. So I'm also going to be doing that on the podcast. Obviously in the podcast, there are going to be more collective readings, but I don't want to get too ahead of myself. So that is the topic for today. We're diving into a little bit of astrology and more so the magic of the moon and really harnessing this full moon in Virgo energy, really figuring out what it is that we need to release and what we can harvest this full moon in Virgo. So like I was saying in the introduction of the episode, these are going to be more collective readings. And the reason why I was really excited to start doing this for the podcast is because I truly want to show and for us to start seeing that even though we are individual creatures, even though we have you know, unique attributes that make us who we are, even though we have different life experiences, we're at different places in our life, we have a bunch of differences. I want this to show that no matter what our differences are, we are still also a collective. And so when you're hearing something in these readings, I want you to both reflect on how this reading is attributing to you, your life, where you currently are, but then to also extend that grace and extend that understanding to people around you, to your community, to society, to everyone at large. So obviously in the podcast episodes, these are going to be more of a general reading, a reading for the collective, because there's a broad range of you listening to this episode. Whereas for my private clients, that's where things become really personalized, become really individualized. And plus, I get to know my private clients on a personal level. So each reading starts to compound on one another. So I understand what they're working on. I understand certain things that are happening in their life. Unfortunately, I don't get that extra layer of intuition and extra layer of understanding with my podcast listeners, which is why it becomes more of a general reading. But I still think it's beneficial. I still think it's something that we can definitely benefit from. And like I said, my goal for this is to show how we can all be different, but still be experiencing similar themes or similar feelings or similar situations, even though the details might look different, the overarching energy of it is similar. So that's kind of my goal with these things. Now, what is the purpose of a full moon? And what does that mean astrologically speaking? So a full moon And I'm going to give like a really basic definition for this. Some spiritual people might be like, well, you're glazing over a lot of shit. I'm not here for the woo-woo experts. I'm here for the people who have maybe felt really apprehensive about connecting with their spirituality, who maybe look at spirituality and see it as something really complex and something that they don't think they can wrap their heads around, so they don't even bother. 
And so I'm really here for the people who are curious, for the people who are intrigued, and for the people who are looking for an entry level into connecting to their spirituality, a simplicity to their experience to at least get started because no one is an expert at anything when they first start out. We are not omnipotent beings. So I'm really here for the people who need a little grace, who need a little bit of simplicity and who need a little bit of encouragement to start connecting to this other part of themselves, this other piece of themselves without the judgment and without feeling like because they don't know everything, they shouldn't even bother with it. So that's my disclaimer for that. So my little tangent, going back to what is a full moon in the spiritual space, a full moon is really the time to either harvest something or release something. And it can either, it can be both at the same time as well. So what do I mean by harvesting something? So the moon moves through each of the 12 astrological signs every couple of days, and it happens to fall on a new moon or a full moon every six months. So the new moon six months ago was a new moon in Virgo, whereas now we are in a full moon six months later, and so now the full moon is in Virgo. This really gives us a six-month cycle, which is why I also like to work with my private clients on a six-month basis because it gives us these cycles to be able to reflect and work within. And so a full moon is the time to start to reflect, harvest, and release things that worked for us in the last six months, that didn't work for us in the last six months, and really start to become more clear and release that negativity in working towards what it is that we actually want. So a full moon is a really great time for releasing rituals, for writing things down on paper, and we'll talk some some more rituals in, in a little bit, but I just kind of want to give the basic understanding of what a full moon is. It is a time to reflect and it is a time to harvest. And what I mean by harvesting is actually like learning and and taking advantage of those learnings and taking advantage of the reflection. Think about farmers, right? When they're harvesting their fields, they are harvesting the grains and the vegetables. I'm not a farmer, you can clearly tell. <laughs> they're harvesting everything to be able to use it in the future. So that's the visual I kind of want you to think about in the full moon. And then in terms of releasing, as they are harvesting things, they're getting rid of the moldy vegetables. They are getting rid of the moldy fruits and the things that are not worth salvaging, are not worth bringing forward, are not going to be able to be used in the future. That was a really interesting analogy, but I'm kind of happy with how it turned out. So that's the visual that I kind of want you to envision when it comes to the full moon. It's what can we harvest and what can we release to be able to move forward. Rituals I like to do for myself is I am very much an oracle card person. And the reason why I like oracle cards is because I don't think the cards tell the future. I just straight up don't. I'm a really spiritual person, but I don't really think anything can tell the future because we have choice and every choice that we make takes us on a different path. 
path. And yes, I think we have purpose. And yes, I believe in faith. And yes, I believe everything happens for a reason. But I also believe that I have autonomy over the choices that I make. And so when I do a reading, it gives me a snapshot of that particular moment in time. But the information that I gather from the reading, the information that comes to me in the reading, that can then help me make more aligned choices or make different choices that are then going to alter the path that I am currently on. So I don't believe anything really tells the future. How I think Oracle cards work is that we are picking up so much information at all moments of the day. Too much information that our brains can't actually process everything that we are picking up. So our brain filters it into things we don't need to know, puts certain things into the subconscious, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There are only so many things we can pay attention to at a certain point in time. What I think Oracle cards really do for us is helps us access some of that information that we maybe thought wasn't relevant at the time. So when I flip a card over, my eyes start to connect to my brain and my brain starts to filter through all of these things I've picked up subconsciously, certain energy waves, certain energy particles, and all of the scientific things that I don't personally understand and I don't really need to, that's where my faith comes in, but, From a scientific point of view, there are so many things around us that we aren't consciously aware of, but when we flip a card over, it gives our brain the opportunity to start filtering through all of those things that we've picked up and bring through the relevant information that we need. (laughs) Isn't that fucking so cool? That's why I personally really love Oracle cards because it's almost like it helps, yeah, it helps filter through all of these things that I've picked up, helps me connect to my intuition and brings out the relevant information that I actually need that pertains to that certain card. And this is why I like to do, or why I'm excited about doing these collective readings is because we all have our internal biases. We all have our internal biases of things we've experienced, things we've picked up, thoughts that we have, stories that we tell ourselves, relationships that we have, connections that we have, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So what I really love about this collectiveness is that we are all going to connect to these cards in different ways, but they're the same fucking card. I'm gonna flip one card. We're all listening to that one card. We're listening to my interpretation of the card, what I've picked up in my card, but you listening to this, you are going to start filtering through things you've picked up and your brain is going to start to put the relevant information forward and you're going to feel, hear, think something slightly different than me. You're gonna make a slightly different choice than I would based on your experiences, your thoughts, your energy, etc. what you're hearing, but it's the same card. Woo! goosebumps from that. That is why I want to do these collective podcast episodes, these collective readings in the podcast, because that that's the goal right there is to show how we are all interconnected, how we are a collective. Yes, we are individual. Yes, we are unique. Yes, we are beautiful and important and individualized and personalized, but we are all still part of something bigger than ourselves as a collective. Oh, I just cannot with this right now. 
So that is why I personally love to use Oracle cards. So for my full moon reading, I'm gonna give my like ideal full moon ritual that I like to do for myself and then the reality of it because this is about being radically authentic. And so in me being radically authentic, I have to share the vulnerable truth. So my ideal full moon ritual is that I spend time doing yoga, moving my body, welcoming in new energy, releasing the old stagnant energy. That's why I really love to do yoga is it just helps me feel like I'm clearing space within my body, both physically and energetically. So starting with some yoga, going into a meditation where I really go into my inner world. I start, I start to speak to my inner guides. I start to speak to my inner self, my higher self, whatever terminology resonates with you. See what messages come through then do a reading to see again what messages come through because I want to connect to my intuition. Doing some journaling on what it is that's worked for me, what hasn't, both within the last month and within the last six months. So I'm reflecting on the current cycle, the current moon cycle that we are currently in, and then the current astrological cycle that we're in in the last six months. So seeing what's worked for me, what hasn't, and then writing down everything that I'm releasing. So on a piece of paper that I can pull out of a journal or just a, a singular piece of paper or whatnot, this full moon in, Vir in Virgo, I am releasing the following. And then I release everything that has come to me in my intuition. So I am releasing not showing up for myself. I am releasing not honoring my boundaries around my self-care. I am releasing anyone who tries to make me go back on my own boundaries, etc., etc., etc. Then what I do is I take that piece of paper, I fold it up, I go outside and I have a fire pit in our backyard. So I do this very safely. And then I take a lighter, I light the piece of paper, I put it in a fire safe place. Make sure that you're being safe. Also don't do this inside. Make sure you're doing it outside because it gets very smoky. And then I let it release. And then if I'm feeling extra witchy, I'll also take a piece of paper towel or something like that, wet it. And then I take the wet piece of paper towel and I gather up the ashes and then I dispose of them in the garbage so that I am infusing a couple of different elements in there. So I'm infusing the fire element, obviously, with burning the piece of paper. I'm infusing the air element and being outside and the smoke releasing into the air. I'm infusing the water element in bringing the ashes together. And then I'm infusing the earth element in disposing of the paper towel water wrapping the ashes. So that's my ideal full moon ritual. What I actually usually do though, is I don't have time for the meditation and the yoga and all of that kind of stuff. So at the base of what I do is I do the full moon reading. I journal about it. I do my releasing and I burn the piece of paper at its simplicity. That is what I do. And this is what I mean about finding what works for you. And that starting with basics is really what it's all about because nobody is an expert when it comes to to these things whatsoever. So I would love to encourage you to come into our Discord community, share what rituals you currently do, or if you don't do any rituals, share what rituals you're intrigued by, what you would like, ask some questions, and really just find what works best for you.
Now let's go into the full moon reading that I have for you. The first card that I'm going to be flipping over is the position of the now. So the question that I asked the universe before pulling these cards was what are we harvesting or releasing in this full moon in Virgo? So the energy of the now where we all are collectively ooh, is a time for healing. Oh my gosh. I feel like this is something that has been really kind of poking itself at me lately and like Virgo is all about our routines, our day-to-day -day life, how we take care of ourselves. For me personally, for the last six months, I've been really focusing on my self-care. I've been really focusing on my boundaries because I started to really go into a deep, dark place about six months ago where I had no energy other than to sleep and work. I wasn't working out. I wasn't moving my body. I wasn't connecting with friends. I wasn't creating content. I wasn't doing anything that made me happy because I kept getting rid of all of the things that were making me happy in order to have the energy to do the things that I had to do, such as make money and work. And so this is such an interesting card to receive in this space, a time for healing. We are all healing. We are all moving through this space of, and just this podcast in general, all about boundaries and self-care and relationships and how we show up for ourselves and how we take care of ourselves and how we heal ourselves. If you are listening to this, you are in the right space, boo-boo. I'm so fucking happy that you're here with me, that we are connecting, that we are doing this together. So right now we are in a collective space for healing. What a beautiful, beautiful energy. The next card that we have is the past card. So what have we been experiencing in the past? What have we been dealing with in the past? What is the past energy that was influencing us, affecting us, etc.? bring love into the situation. This is something, holy fuck, this is something I've been really telling myself since January, February, when we entered Aquarius season, because I just felt like I was getting so negative. I was getting so just like not who I wanted to be. I was getting so just like nitpicky about things and not gossipy because I, I don't have time for gossip, but I was allowing certain conversations to happen around me that I didn't want to be a part of and that I don't agree with and I don't want to be, but I was just letting them happen, which is not something that I pride myself in or traits that I value. And so something that I kept telling myself and honestly in work, like I do deal with some difficult people sometimes. And so something I kept telling myself was bring love into the situation, bring compassion into the situation, because those are the traits that I really value. I want to be an understanding person. I want to be a compassionate person. I want to be a kind person. I want to be a loving person. I want to be a safe space for people. I want to be somebody people look to and know they can trust me. I want to be somebody that people can feel comfortable with, that people can let down their walls, they can let down their shields, they can let down their egos, they can let down these personalities and traits and whatever they have created for themselves because they thought that that's who they were supposed to be. I want to be the person that people can let their hair down, that can take their coats off, they can breathe 
around. And so this is something I personally really started to tell myself in the last little while was to bring love into the situation. So when I'm feeling frustrated, when I'm feeling disrespected, when I'm feeling angry, when I'm feeling misunderstood, when I'm feeling like I'm not where I want to be, where I'm, when I'm feeling like I'm around people that I don't agree with, that I don't want to be around, how can I bring love into the situation? How can I bring compassion into the situation? So when you're looking at your own situation here, how can you start to reflect and how can you start to harvest the moments in the last little while where you brought love into the situation, where you brought compassion into the situation, where you brought respect, and I keep hearing the word self-respect. So this could even be just showing up for yourself. Maybe it doesn't necessarily have to do with other people. I work in an industry where I am with a lot of people and a lot of different people a lot of the time. But for you, maybe this has to do with just your own self-love. Like how can you start showing up for yourself? How can you start to respect yourself? How can you start to bring love into your own situation and, and forgive yourself and show compassion for yourself. So the next card we have here is the mindset position. So what is it that we need to work on in our mindset? Hold your vision. So we all have dreams. We all have goals. We all have ambitions. We all have things that we want better for ourselves, no matter how big or small, no matter where you are in life, you might be convincing yourself that you can't have better, but I want you to know for certainty that you can, but we gotta hold the vision. So we gotta make sure the mindset work that we're doing is focusing on what we want, not focusing on what we don't want. We can't focus on the things that we don't want because our brains can't release or can't process the negative. So if I tell you to not think about a pink elephant, what are you thinking about? Chances are a pink elephant because I put it in your brain. So what this card is telling us is that the mindset work we have to do is to keep hold of the vision that we actually want. What do we want to be working towards? What do we want to be harvesting? What do we want to bring more of in our life, not less of? Now, when it comes to our environment, I feel like I'm brushing over this a little bit, so I'm actually going to go back because a lot of the time we underestimate the importance of the mindset work and we overestimate the impact of the physical action work. We cannot take the aligned actions. We cannot make the aligned choices if our mindset isn't in the right place. So if our mindset is in a really low place, in a negative place, in a disbelieving place, then the actions that we take are gonna be for naught because they're carrying that weighted energy. Imagine trying to swim across a lake and you're carrying an extra 40 pound vest on your back. That swim is going to feel so much harder, so much longer, so much more impossible because of that extra 40 pound weight on your back instead of before you leave shore, doing the work that you need in order to remove that vest, remove that weight, remove that obstacle from your shoulders to then be able to swim across the lake without carrying that extra 40 pound weight. That is the importance of mindset work and making sure that our mindset and our energy is in the right space 
before we start to take the action. So we gotta work on making sure that our thought processes, the stories that we're telling ourselves, the mantras that we're using, the affirmations that we're using, the people that we're surrounding ourselves with, which is gonna be a little bit in the next card. The next card category is environment or our energy or what we're actually, yeah, our environment and our surroundings. But we gotta make sure that everything we're doing is in the right energy in the right space to be able to move forward. So now moving on to the environment card, be bold and make the first move. It has to come from you. When we're talking about self-care, when we're talking about boundaries, when we're talking about routines, when we're talking about taking care of ourselves, when we're talking about our work ethic, it has to come from you. Nobody is going to do this for you. Nobody's gonna do the mindset work for you. Nobody's gonna take the action for you. These are things that you have to do for yourself. So when we're harvesting, we're harvesting the energies and the times that we have showed up for ourselves in the last month, in the last six months. And what we're releasing is the times we didn't show up for ourselves. The times we went back on our own word to ourselves. The times that we didn't think something was possible for us. The times that we didn't want to get up off the couch and go for a walk or do a workout or, or whatever that looks like. But this card says, be bold and make the first move, which means that it has to come from you. You are the one that has to want better for yourself. You are the one that has to make shifts to your own mindset. You are the one that has to bring love into the situation. You are the one that has to make the time for healing. You are the one that has to make sure that you are working on your mindset and doing the things that you have to do in order to get the things that you want. Nobody else is going to do that for you. And alternatively, we cannot allow other people to get in the way of what we want for ourselves. You got to be bold and make the first move for yourself in setting your boundaries and choosing what routines work best for you. I want you to hear me in choosing the routines that work best for you because what works for me doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you. What works for me is obviously connected to my energy, my stories, my mindset, my life, my experiences, my situations. Your routines and your best practices have to be connected to your life, your experiences, your stories, your situations. That's the only way that they're going to work best for you and that's truly connecting back to this be bold to make the first move. You got to figure out what works best for you, boo-boo. Now in terms of the action card. <laughs> this card is so annoying. Our action card for this reading is Surrender to the Divine. It is the full moon card. And we're not gonna be doing a, an official card pull for this episode like we do in the rest of the episodes because obviously the meat and potatoes of this episode is a bunch of card pulls. It is a whole reading. But in terms of the action card, the action card is surrendering to the divine. So this is really about leaning into our faith. This is really about leaning into our trust. This is really about leaning into the process of it all knowing with certainty that everything happens for a reason, knowing that it's not just all about us, but like that environment card, it is a little bit about us. Like we gotta be bold and make the first move. But this action card is really about surrendering, really about giving yourself space, really about releasing we have to use the moon, you guys. We are made up of 70% water and the moon literally affects the tides on this earth. We are on this earth 
we are 70% water, so why are we so arrogant to think that the moon can affect the tides, but the moon cannot affect us? Everything in nature has cycles. Everything in nature has flow. You cannot tell me that flowers bloom all year round. You cannot tell me that the sun is shining all day long. You cannot tell me that the moon is full all month long. Nature is rooted in cycles just like we are. So to get trapped in this notion that we have to constantly go, we have to constantly do, we have to constantly X, Y, and Z, this is how we run into burnout. And so this is really a time to harvest solid boundaries with this full moon in Virgo and really learning to release the things that don't serve us and surrender to that divine energy of the full moon. If you are somebody, mm, this is speaking to you guys, the ones that have never done any kind of moon ritual before. If you are somebody that has never done a ritual before, I really want to challenge you to do one this month. For your authenticity challenge this week. And honestly, I know that there's a lot of episodes and, and each episode in this launch series, you've gotten a different authenticity challenge. So like our number one rule here is take what you need and leave what you don't. Take the one authenticity challenge out of these five episodes that resonates with you and work on that. But if you are gonna choose this authenticity challenge, I would really love to challenge you to do some kind of ritual for yourself in releasing and surrendering to that divine full moon energy. It doesn't have to be anything big. It could literally be writing one thing that you are releasing this full moon on a sticky note and then just like ripping it up and then like burying it or burning it getting rid of it in some way, shape, or form. And then if you wanna go all out and do a whole ritual, I mean, do you boo, That yeah, I love that for you. But your authenticity challenge is to at least do one thing. Write one thing on a piece of paper and release that this full moon. And then maybe next full moon you write two things, or maybe next full moon you also pull a card for yourself or something. And I truly believe that every single person can read oracle cards. This is not something that a select few of us are gifted with the ability. That's fucking bullshit. Anybody who tells you that is just trying to get your money. Anybody can read oracle cards. It's just about your level of confidence in yourself and your level of confidence in being able to hear yourself, hear your intuition come through, allowing your brain to filter through all of those subconscious things that you've picked up in your environment and let the relevant information come through. Anybody can do that and anybody that tells you otherwise is not worth your fucking time. For your moon update, Virgo is technically an earth sign. So when the full moon was at its peak at six o'clock in the morning yesterday, March 7th, 2023, it was in an earth sign. At the time of this launch, we have moved into the moon of Libra, which is an air sign. So you will be hearing this moon update reminder for the next few episodes that we are in Libra, an air sign, which is all about big dreaming, big thinking, right? So take that energy, you can still use the a little bit of the full moon energy that's resonating over the next couple of days. That's fine. Some people in the spiritual community don't believe in that. I do because I live by my own fucking rules. And the intention matters.
matters way more than anything. But using the air moon energy currently around us, like how can we start to dream big in terms of what it is that we want to harvest or what it is that we want to release, right? So what are the big stories that you're telling yourself that you want to surrender to the divine with? Our weekly affirmation for this week is something I've actually been telling myself for a couple of weeks now. And I think it really goes well with our action card in the reading and our authenticity challenge in surrendering to the divine and taking one action step. And so your weekly affirmation for this week is I trust the process. I trust the process when things feel like they aren't working out for me. I trust the process when I can't see the reasoning behind something happening. I trust the process when my results are taking longer than I would like for them to. This is something that I want you to literally say out loud because our voices have power and when we speak things into existence, we literally change the particles around us and the universe matches that energy. So I want you to literally say out loud, whether it's in the morning, in your car, in the evening, whenever you remember it, whenever you think about it, I trust the process. Okay, my sweet souls, that's all I have for you today. I really hope you liked this experiment of me doing a reading for you this week with the full moon in Virgo, doing a full moon reading for you. Stay tuned for a new moon reading when the new moon hits us. I'm really excited to do those. Those are a little bit more in depth because they do have different categories for different areas in your life. And like I said, I do individual new moon forecast readings for my private clients, but these are meant to be a collective understanding for all of us. So just a reminder that full moons are about harvesting and releasing. So what has happened in the last month, what has happened in the last six months that you can bring forward, that you want to bring forward, and what are the things that you would like to release, especially when it comes to your boundaries, especially when it comes to your self-care, especially when it comes to your home life, especially when it comes to how you show up for yourself and how you take care of yourself and the rituals and the routines that make you feel taken care of, make you feel safe, make you feel secure. Another reminder for you to come into our Discord community to talk about your rituals, to talk about your experiences, share what it is that you're harvesting, share what it is that you're releasing. We would love to connect with you in that Discord community. Like I said, this is all about showing how we are collectively interconnected while still being unique individual beings. So the best way to do that is by sharing your experiences, by sharing your stories and being a part of our Discord community to be a part of that collective. If you liked this episode, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe. It is the best way to get this message out there and to help more and more authentic souls come into our community, come into our space, come into our energy so that they feel less and less alone. The next episode I have for you is all about self-care and empowerment and what choosing yourself and understanding what that looks like actually looks like, which is a great episode to follow up with this full moon in Virgo episode all about those routines boundaries, self-care, etc, etc, etc. Until then, I love you so much and I'm so excited to connect with you. Stay radically authentic.